0: It's time for episode 331 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, January 29th, 2020. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast that will never double time you. My name is Dan Morin, and I am joined across this internet by my good friend and co-host,
1: Mr. Micah Sargent. How are you doing today, Micah? I'm doing so well in my single time. I don't know what that means, but yeah. I don't either, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy to hear
0: that you're enjoying it. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Let's, uh, let's up the numbers, shall we, by introducing our guest To my left this week, it is the chief emoji officer at Emojipedia,
2: uh, our good friend
0: Jeremy Burge. Welcome back, Jeremy.
2: Hello, Dan. We nearly spent a vacation together. We That's were right. at the same place in Florida, one day apart, one day. Uh, about a month ago.
0: Today, it was. It was I very. Know, uh, I know. I was. I was so sad to just miss you there. But the
1: emoji that were left behind <laughs> showed your your presence. Um. <laughs> uh, to my, I'm loving this. To my left, uh, is. The online business manager better known as the Unicorn Sidekick, Friends in Your Ears Podcaster, and all around sparkle of sunshine and wonderfulness. It's Kathy Campbell. Hi, Kathy.
3: Hi, Micah. I don't know how to follow up with that. So I'll <laughs> just say I'm so happy to be here.
0: All right. Well, let us kick off today. Uh, I noticed that Fantastic Hell had just released a new version, and that got me wondering. Do you use the default apps on your Mac and iOS device for things like mail, calendar, reminders, all those other built-in features, or do you use third-party alternatives? Jeremy,
2: uh, I I don't know when I became like this, but I'm a default guy. I I use default mail, default calendar, notes. I don't know. It's just it's a bit sad actually. Um, what, what do I? If I look at my dock on my Mac, I think Evernote for some reason is still like I've still got a, a third-party notes app, but otherwise. I don't know. I guess I just like that they're all across all the platforms. I've got them on my iPhone, my iPad. I've got them on the Mac, and like I'll I'll, I'll pay if I need to. But I'm happy. I'm happy with what I got. So call me default
1: guy. I got nothing to add. <laughs> Hello, default guy. Um, <laughs> I do not use uh the default apps on my devices. I use Fantastical as my calendar of choice. I love it. 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 Um, I use... But how do you feel about it, Mike? I hate it. Um, I oh, use Spark <laughs> as my mail client. Um, I was an airmailer for a long time, and then they switched to a subscription model. And at the time, I was like, ugh. I'm already subscribed to so many things. I just, Oh, I don't want to do this one too. Um, but I've considered a few times going back to, uh, going back to airmail, but spark in the meantime is, uh, a fine option for me. Uh, as for reminders, I use reminders for non-urgent reminders. I like to use reminders for. So uh, it's sort of like the location-based stuff, um, things that are more to-do list items, whereas Do is my app for uh, urgent reminders, things that I need to have happen in a given day, like taking medicine and things like that. So yeah, I'm not a big um, default mail or default app person, when there are so many cool, awesome alternatives out there.
3: I also used to use Airmail. And then when the subscription service came into place and the changes that they made in relation to that subscription model, I was kind of like, eh. So I I guess you can just call me Default Girl um, <laughs> to match with Jeremy's Default Guy because I used default mail and reminders and calendar and all of that. And I have not found nothing else sparks joy in me. So the default apps tend to be fairly consistent, um, and sync across everything. I wish I could figure out why my, mail app randomly shows it shows unread emails when an archived email is unread, but not all of them, just occasionally. But other than that, I'm fairly happy and it works. And really, that's all I need I don't like to spend too much time planning to plan or planning to work or any of that prep work. So it works for me now. And if it stops working, then I'll figure something else out. But for now, I'm pretty content.
0: I guess I'm rounding out Default Club. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> know. It's surprising. I use mail. What's I- the
2: rule though, Dan? What do we say about <laughs> so Default Club? Shoot.
0: Uh, don't use third-party apps is rule number one of Default Club. <laughs> rule number two of Default Club is no smoking. Um <laughs> I use calendar, I use mail, I use reminders, I use notes. I think at a certain point, I realized that just like, I I think I, you know, A, I've been using the iPhone for so long. I was just always kind of, I don't want to say locked in, but I certainly started by using those apps, and I got just very used to them. And I've I've played around with different, uh, you know, I've tried out other third party apps over time. I used Fantastica for a little while. I was all this is my like littlest nitpick thing, but I didn't like fantastic Fantastica. This is not their fault either, but they can't show the date on the icon, which oh. is actually what I use so much calendar. I was like, oh, what, what day is today? Oh, I can just see it right there. I know it's a terrible reason not to use it, but um, that's fair. I think the only the only default app or that I've switched out is I use pcalc instead of the calculator app. And that's only because James Thompson has dirt on me. Oh, um, but yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. The man on He's, all of us. Don't, don't mess with yeah,
3: him. Yeah, that um, sweet, sweet panda. He's out to get us. Uh,
0: yeah. So I, I, I feel like, you know, people part of it is that the support for default apps is so much better still, even with the, the advances that have been made. Like, There are still lots of places where if you're even if you're using a third party app, you go hit like a mail link on a website or something, and it'll still open in mail or whatever. And it's like the support for default apps has never been there on iOS as well as it has on the Mac. And I think that stopped me from moving to a third party solution. Um, But then so much of it was just, yeah, this is here. It's easy. I'll just use this. So maybe I'm maybe I'm lazy. I guess that's the answer. Anyways, thanks for your thoughts on that. Let us go to our second topic today, which
2: comes from Jeremy. Uh, so there's been Vine, the portrait video app, Snapchat, Instagram stories. I quite like Byte came out. I think it's been in beta for a while, but a- an app called Byte came out last week. But what I really want to know about is the hot, the hot system that's out there. Not a system, video app, TikTok. I want to know about TikTok. Uh, who out of you is TikTokin'? Micah? You're the youngest here. Can you can you help us out? L O
1: L. Um. So <laughs> it it depends on what you mean when you say you know what what that verb means to you. Um. I am ticktalking. I am ticktalking in the sense that I have the TikTok app. I have scrolled through TikTok uh, on occasion and sent videos that I thought were funny to friends and family. But in terms of actually posting on TikTok, no, I don't. I was actually talking to Leo Laporte about this on iOS today, um, about how, you know, neither of us are using by, and he had considered doing some stuff on TikTok. And it's kind of a situation where when you spend your week in front of cameras or doing podcasts and putting yourself out there in that way, you kind of don't want to spend your free time also doing that. Um, I'm not a big... I, I don't really post stories all that often on Instagram, Snapchat, etc. Um, and even my my uh, posting of regular Instagram photos or Twitter photos and things is quite a bit less than it used to be. So, yeah, I don't know. I just... I guess I... I feel like I share enough of myself with the world already, and I don't have space to do that in other places. Um, But it could all just be that I'm just not funny enough for this uh, world. (laughs) Kathy, (laughs) save me. What about
3: you? Well, that's definitely not true. You're definitely funny enough for this world, and I will take whatever I can get of you, but only what you're willing to give. (laughs) Um, So I am hip with the kids, uh, I have an 11-year-old daughter who is constantly asking to get TikTok. Um, so I have it on my computer, on my computer, on my phone that she can <laughs> use and she makes videos and I put them in private and I keep them in my thing. I did, thanks to this question and the research by looking at the spreadsheet before we started this, uh, post a TikTok. So I now have a single TikTok on my TikTok. So does that make me a TikToker? I don't know. But it was fun of my cat coming to help me shred. Guess what my username is? It's Mrs. Soup because I am super creative like that. (laughs) Super Um, creative. creative. So yeah, I guess now I'm a TikToker, but uh, we'll see.
0: Uh, I have not ticked. I have not talked. Well, I guess technically I have talked but um <laughs> i i never managed sorry i've never not sorry i never managed to get onto snapchat really could not I, can, I have trouble wrapping my head around instagram stories like i look at other people's i'm like oh this is really cool and every time i try to create one i'm like i don't know what i'm doing anymore <laughs> <laughs> this technology has exceeded me um so i have not downloaded the tiktok app i have not used it uh, i've only seen basically like tiktoks that people have reposted to twitter um I think my my general consensus based on looking at that was like I'm not talented enough to be on TikTok. It seems like maybe it's just cuz the ones that, that end up reposted to Twitter are the ones that like are pretty amazing. Um but I do my cousins' daughters who are teenagers uh are super into it and apparently like some kid at their school had one that went super viral at one point. So now everybody's trying to create the next viral TikTok, which is a real winning uh winning move there. Um yeah, I I think <laughs> I, I you know, I I used Vine back when it came out, and maybe I'll check out Byte, but I'm just not sure that I have the bandwidth to uh create this much more content. I just I'm tired. I'm very tired.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't posted anything. I'm observing. I like Instagram stories because I feel like they're quite easier to sort of point my camera at what's going on in the day and and put a little caption and some music there and it's done. I feel like TikTok, you gotta do a performance, right? It's a whole like you're saying, Micah, you're you're in front of the camera all day. You don't wanna be doing another performance, dancing, saying funny things. So I don't know. I'd like to get involved. It seems fun. But, yeah, I, I'm going to get the vibe in the room before I post anything, I think. But I might, I'll might. i follow Mrs. Soup if, if, if allowed. All right. Well, that is two
0: topics down, two topics left to go, which, of course, means it is halftime here at Clockwise. And this week's episode is brought to you by Linode. Whether you're working on a personal project or managing your enterprise's infrastructure, Linode has the pricing, support, and scale you need to take your project to the next level. They have 11 data centers worldwide, including their newest data center in Sydney, Australia. And with their enterprise-grade hardware, uh, S3-compatible storage option, and their next-generation network, Linode delivers the performance you expect at a surprisingly good price. Get started on Linode today with a $20 credit for listeners of this show, and you'll get access to a revamped cloud manager built on an open-source single-page app, root access to your server, along with API version 4 and Python CLI, Dedicated CPU plans with physical cores reserved just for you. Block storage and object storage that can scale to your storage requirements and so much more. Go to linode.com slash clockwise and use promo code clockwise2020 when creating a new Linode account and get $20 credit towards your next project. Oh, and Linode is hiring right now, so if that's something that interests you, go to linode.com slash careers to find out more. The URL for that $20 credit one more time, linode.com slash clockwise, promo code clockwise2020. Our thanks to Linode for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. All right, halftime is over. Micah, what do you have for us?
1: Is anyone tracking their sleep using, you know, apps, services, devices, uh, anything in between? Let's start with you, Kathy.
3: I am tracking my sleep. I don't like wake up every day and okay, I got to check and you know check my numbers and make sure I got enough sleep. Um, I use the app auto sleep. Um, so I don't have to think about it. It just keeps it tracks it. And then if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling slower, if I'm feeling just kind of meh, I will then look at my history and be like, Oh, no wonder I've had three days of orange, which is not good. Um, it means it's usually less than five hours of good sleep. Um and if I'm feeling great, cool, I've had, look at this, I've had five days of green. Like, that's awesome. Um, so I, I use it to kind of help reaffirm how I'm feeling and acknowledge um, what my day has is going to be like.
0: I have tried, um, I created a couple shortcuts for myself using the shortcuts app to sort of like hack together a sleep tracking system where we just like write that information to a file and let me know the next day um hey you slept this many hours but it required me to remember to hit the shortcut when i went to bed and when i got up in the morning and that proved too onerous for me um so i kind of fell off the the bandwagon there um i don't really use a lot in the way of like apps or anything for tracking sleep i don't want to wear my apple watch at night so i kind of apps that use that are a non-starter for me i'm interested in other systems for doing that but i haven't really invested the time or energy into them um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of interested, but like Kathy said, I think more for just sort of being able to reconcile how I'm feeling versus how I, <laughs> how, if I've gotten enough sleep.
2: uh, I, I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, uh, uh, there's enough going on. I've got enough inputs in my life. Um, maybe, maybe fortunately I'm a pretty good sleeper, but I just don't know what I'd do with the information. Like... All I know about sleeping, and maybe maybe it's different for everyone, but I know it's good to go to bed at about the r- same time every day. I know that's a thing that's meant to be good. And to get up, you know, the sleep people, they're always like, oh, I'll try not to sleep in too much on the weekend or whatever. Be at the same time every day. And I kind of try. I try to roughly go to bed and wake up at the same time. And I know if I went to bed late last night, and if I got a bad night's sleep, there's not much I can do about it, I don't think. I don't know. I don't quite... I don't understand. So <laughs> so I don't do it. I'm fine. If people want to do it, that's, that's, that's just great. And maybe if I did have difficulty sleeping, but instead I just kind of, if I feel tired, I go to bed a bit earlier. If I don't feel tired, I stay up a bit later. And some days when you're real tired, I wouldn't f- remember to hit the buttons or whatever. You, I don't even know how all this works, but I'd probably... If I was proper, you know, when you have one of those days where you just got a lot to do and you just keep trooping on and then you just crash. I feel like I'd forget to push the button or whatever, and then what's. I'll wait till the magic mattress. Is that a thing? Maybe maybe someone else knows the mattress that does it for you. Maybe I'll do that.
1: I think I think I needed to not have asked um, Jeremy this question because I feel like there was a spiraling going on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm very sorry to have brought up the stress for you. Um, <laughs> thank you all for your answers on that. Jeremy we'll chat afterward if you need any um, yeah. somebody to talk to. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, I am kind of a, I don't know. Sleep is my latest project I've been working on for, for some time now. I just, I'm fascinated by it. I've, um, read several books about sleep. I used to do a podcast about sleep. Um, and I, I really care about it. And I'm kind of a, I I love tracking things in general. Um, and, Looking at how when you have all of this different data and it overlaps, what it can start to tell you about yourself and the way that your body works. Like it's a little weird. And I think I've said this before, but we walk around with these meat sacks and we don't really know a whole lot about them. I have to live in this existence, in this, in this ambulatory meat sack for the, the, you know, duration of my life. And I want to know as much about it as possible. I think that it's, it's fascinating that, you know, and a little bit scary that I'm going to die not knowing, um, everything about the way that this ambulatory meat sack works. And so as much as I can know, I try to, um, or I'm trying to. And, uh, with sleep, I'm actually going to be doing an, uh, a sleep study soon, um, where basically you, you go to bed with all these contraptions stuck to your face, and it can tell if you have any uh, sleep disorders or things like that. So I am looking forward to that and seeing what that uh, tells, if anything. but yeah, I use several different apps and um, and services uh, including a sleep tracker that goes underneath my mattress um, and as it's learned more about me, it started to tell me things like, hey, we noticed that when you're heart rate is higher, you're getting worse sleep uh, by about 20%. And here's the thing. If you eat before you go to bed, your heart rate is going to be higher while you sleep. And so you should maybe consider not eating too close to bed. Um, and then the more and more data it gets, the better it's been at, at telling me insights like on the weekends, you get an average of 30% more sleep or blah, 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 blah. Uh, so it's all been very fascinating learning about my sleep Um, as well as a device called the Better Sleep Tuner, which uh, can actually track stop breathing events over the course of the night to help you figure out if you might be at risk for sleep apnea. So interesting stuff. And thank you all for your answers there. Let's go to our last topic, which comes from Kathy the Unicorn Campbell.
3: That's me. Um, as technically brained humans, we get asked often to help the less technically inspired people in our lives. What was something that you showed someone how to do recently that completely blew their minds?
0: Um, yeah, I should be writing these down because I feel like they actually come up a decent amount and I never remember. Uh, but one thing I did show to someone recently was the uh, new feature in iOS uh, 13 that is the share ETA feature in Maps. Uh, and what this does is essentially when you plotted out your directions to go somewhere, you can tap share ETA. You can then like have it basically send updates to a contact saying like, oh, they're on their way. Uh, they'll be there in 20 minutes. Uh, and it even like provides like a little link so that they can look at your progress and know when you'll arrive. Um, and I really like that. It's super, been super handy when I, um, like go to pick up my wife, uh, and like, you know, she's getting food for us or something. I can let her know when I'm going to be there because uh, I don't have to like meck around with the phone. I can do that all via CarPlay in my, uh, in my car. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was one that, that I showed off to someone. They're like, Oh wow, that's super useful. That's way better than having to like text to someone. Oh, I'll be there in this amount of time. And then something changes or, uh, you know, there's traffic or whatever, and it, it doesn't end up working out. So that was the one I think I most recently showed somebody that mostly mostly blew their minds sure
2: <laughs> uh dan that that is cool i have a quick question does that work is that just a driving thing like if i'm walking or on the train no, and walking it. or riding a bike w- does that work or is it a driving it's, thing? i
0: believe it works with walking in presumably transit directions as well uh it's in the apple maps app so there i mean there's no biking directions in apple maps still so i don't think that would work with it but i think it works on other forms of transit as well
2: Huh, that sounds cool I might try that out you might have blown Woo! my mind today <laughs> <laughs> uh, well uh, the 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 one thing that has uh, blown many people's minds I've got a number of people in my life that are older or maybe uh, don't know how to read and different people that you know have all kinds of different requirements and the iPad itself has been like incredible that's been the the life changer for so many people I know but the one Key thing that it doesn't come with, I still think this is true today, but you can add is the ability to FaceTime someone from a photo from their home screen. And you need an app to do this. I've had apps over the years and more recently I've used a shortcut by Federico Vertici that does all kinds of stuff. I'll see if uh, Dan or Micah can put it in the show notes, but uh, yeah, absolutely. basically you can say, yeah, like you can pick someone's photo and just put a, a icon on the home screen because for some people, that's all you want, right? They, if that's what they use the iPad for is FaceTime. You want to open it up and see photos of all the 10 people you want to contact, and then you're one tap from a video phone, which is... We take it for granted we can open FaceTime and read the text or something, but for some people that's even still too hard. And just being able to hit the photo on the home screen just feels like genuine magic that you open this little tablet and then you're talking to them. Um, so that, that alone and being able to do it, you have to set it up for them, but that's been an absolute game changer for so many people.
1: Wow. I really like that one. That's a, that's a sweet one. Um, so for me, uh, this is not a less technically minded person, but I did, uh, quite enjoy this moment. Um, don't know if you know, there's this guy, Leo Laporte, and I was, um, on, I a, pod- yeah, just on a podcast with him. I, I downloaded the Mandalorian sticker pack and I was dragging stickers from the, the, the app drawer and dropping them onto the, iMessage conversation between him and I. And um, he was absolutely blown away by the fact that stickers weren't just things that you sort of tapped and then sent in the message chain, but that you could actually peel and stick in the message. Um, and then, of course, I took it one step farther when I showed him that you can resize them. It requires a little bit of dexterity, because you've got to keep one finger on the sticker, and then use your other hand, or potentially the another finger on the current hand to sort of pinch and drag to make the sticker bigger or smaller. Um, huh. uh, the regret there was that once I had shown him, then every <laughs> single message between us had stickers <laughs> attached to it. Um, so just be aware of that. If you decide to teach people about stickers, yes, they are indeed peel and stick things. That's why they're called stickers as opposed to just images in iMessage?
3: I love all of your answers to this question. That makes me smile a lot. Um, so I was over at my parents' house. They both have had Apple Watches for a while. And this is a trick that I've shown them before. But just telling them versus having an actual uh, use case, um, it didn't really click until now. But when you swipe up from the bottom and you get the little phone with the sounds coming from the side and you click that and your phone goes off. Um, My dad lost his phone and I'm like, well, just use your watch. And he goes, huh? So I like walked him through it and he found it and he's like, whoa. And then coincidentally enough, my mom lost her phone a few hours later and he goes, Cindy, Cindy, do do the thing on your watch. And I was like, yes, it's stuck. (laughs) And so that just made me really, really happy. (laughs) I'm happy.
1: That's so sweet.
0: All right. That is four topics down, which means it's the end of our show. We've got just enough time for a bonus topic. Today's episode of Clockwise, though, is brought to you by Booz Allen. Modernizing for the future is a challenge, especially for large organizations. You may need to integrate legacy systems with new technology. You may need to incorporate AI and analytics to work more efficiently and make fast decisions. And everyone needs new ways of thinking to move to what's next, whether for government or commercial goals. Booz Allen understands, and they're helping some of the world's largest organizations modernize. They understand the missions of government and industry and the need to adapt to constant change. They provide open-source solutions so clients can integrate innovation from anywhere, whether from visionary startups or major contractors. Plus, they're helping clients power new technologies with analytics. And because security is everyone's priority, they integrate their capabilities with intelligence-grade cybersecurity. With Booz Allen, integration means putting you in control of innovation Integrate, innovate, get it done with Booz Allen. Learn more at BoozAllen.com slash relay. That's BoozAllen.com slash relay. We'd like to thank Booz Allen for their support of this show. All right, bonus topic appropriate that Micah asked about tracking their sleep. My question for you is, are you a side sleeper, a stomach sleeper, a back sleeper, something else entirely? Jeremy? Uh, I don't know what you call this.
2: I'm a 360-degree sleeper. (laughs) (laughs) Equal (laughs) opportunity sleeper. (laughs) Well, I sort of start on one side, and then if it doesn't work for me, I keep rotating until I find a position that works, <laughs> and then before I know it, I'm asleep. So uh,
1: so it, it's just a, yeah, it's a rotation game for me. I love that. I love it. Uh, again, doing a lot of uh, research on sleep, I am a side sleeper-inspired. Pro- Specifically I'm a side sleeper on my left side. Um if you have if you're anatomically typical then that is the best position for you to sleep to uh keep your stomach from pushing acid sort of back up your esophagus. So it leads to better sleep overall where you won't have issues with uh, acid reflux as much and uh situations that are similar to that. So left side sleeper. Kathy, what about you?
3: I always start out uh on my back because I'm old and have a heating pad for my back. Um, And also my cat comes and yells at me until he can sit on my chest while I'm on my back. Um, (laughs) And then when he leaves and I'm ready to actually sleep, I'm almost always on my side um, with a pillow in between my legs. I've got my neck pillow to keep my neck aligned, and I've got my face mask. So I have sleeping down to a science.
0: Wow. I'm impressed with all of your where all you just sort of thoroughness in sleeping uh yeah i'm closer to jeremy but i think i generally end up on my side or my stomach uh usually in the morning when i wake up i'm like oh, how did i get here on <laughs> my stomach eh, that's fine whatever all right that is it for today all that remains is for us to thank our guest this week jeremy burge thank you so much for being here
2: thank you for having me i was gonna get a haircut this afternoon but this has been much more enjoyable <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh i got a haircut while i was doing this show and so jeremy just do better uh next time no i kid i kid love to have so you here. sorry <laughs> and of course love to have you kathy campbell here with us today
3: thank you micah Sargent. it's always a pleasure
1: and micah i think that means it's time for us to go back to sleep that's what i'm hearing
0: today you should definitely do that for sure i'm i'm gonna do that uh until next week we remind all of you listening out there watch what you say and keep watching the clock Bye, everybody.